0: and welcome to the Next Step to Success podcast where we talk about relevant topics, discuss tips, and have important conversations in AgriLife Extension.
1: This is Daryl Drumgul, Associate Professor for Extension Program Development. With Episode 8 of Next Step to Success podcast, today we have with us Jayla Fry who is an extension program specialist with horticultural sciences to uh, discuss some some tips and some ideas of how we can better utilize and best utilize master volunteers. good afternoon Jayla and how uh, won't we start out by you telling a little bit about yourself and how you wound up in the position that you're in
2: That's a good question. Uh, well I started my career in prison. Uh, my predecessor, Dr. Doug Welsh, likes to say he broke me out of prison. Um, I taught horticulture at the Federal Women's Facility here in Bryan, and I was recruited to work with the Texas Master Gardener Program, and that's what I currently do now.
1: Okay, so you have a lot of experience working with uh, master gardeners across the state and even across the nation, correct? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Tell me a little bit why. You know, why do we have master gardener programs? Why do we have master volunteer programs in extension?
2: Well, that's a really good question. We have master volunteer programs, number one, to expand our capabilities. It's very unrealistic to think that our agents and programmers can realistically get out there to every single client that needs them. And so, we have found a pathway to train and equip volunteers to assist us in that mission.
1: So we can, cur- you know, you can, we can actually say through volunteers, we can reach every Texan
2: we would love to be able to reach every Texan with our volunteers and it's definitely possible.
1: Sure okay one of the things that I've observed throughout my career is that uh, we do an excellent job of of training master volunteers but sometimes we just fall a little bit short of ever engaging them to where we have the the kind of outreach that we'd like to get. What are some management strategies that you see that uh, we could put in place uh, to where we can ensure that volunteers are effectively uh, Reaching our public and accomplishing the goals that we have established with our uh, extension program
2: well, I think one of our uh, Greatest resources is matching our volunteers to what their strengths are and so I, and that's a relationship We mm-hmm. do need to have that relationship with our volunteers so that we can help pair them with our mission with what we need to, to do and um, having that job description that outlines our expectations are very important um, that gives them a clear expectation of how to fulfill what we're asking them to do um, talking with them about um, what our mission is to really clarify what our county's plan is what our uh, agency's plan is will really help our volunteers be able to engage and be able to do the jobs that we're asking them to do um it's helpful when our agents are able to um to delegate responsibility, so I like to sometimes think or say um, run with the program, but we want our agents there at the starting gate and at the finish line. We need them to be in the planning mm-hmm. process so they know what's going on, and we need them there at the end so they can um, evaluate and say we can improve here and there, but more importantly, to pat them on the back and recognize them for the work that they do, because we really cannot do our jobs as as effectively as we can without our volunteers, yeah. and so they're so critical and so important to us meet, reaching that mission.
1: One of the things I've always, you know, have said too, Jayla, is that we need to bring in these folks as Texas a AgriLife Extension people. Absolutely. They're just like our employees. They ought to be bleeding Bleeding Extension and doing Extension yes. with a capital E. Yes,
2: a couple of years ago, the State Master Gardener Association kind of adopted that mantra of we are Extension. And yep. I loved that. I was so excited mm-hmm. to hear them truly embrace that. Yep. And I think that is one of our greatest challenges with training our volunteers is really having them fully engage and adopt our mission. Um, so many of our volunteers come for personal reasons, whether it's for a a specific subject matter or for an opportunity to engage with like-minded people, but we have our own mission and extension, and we need to be able to explain that clearly to them, that we have this goal, they have that goal, and it can be a win-win for all of us.
1: Good, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad to see that the the Master Gardeners adopted that. Mm -hmm. It'd be great if every Master Volunteer had that same same uh, slogan or mm-hmm. theme because it's it, it they are part of us they're our family
2: exactly
1: and, uh, once we have uh a, a, a core agents have a core group of of master volunteers you know what type of of ongoing training should be provided to them to ensure that they stay engaged and and are up to date in regards to research based information i know you know it's hard for us it's, it's extension it, our professionals have a hard time keeping up with the technology, the the, the new products, the new uh, pra- practices, and best practices that might be out there. It, it, it becomes a very more, even more uh, difficult for master volunteers. So, how how can we how can we help? How can agents help uh, help our, our master volunteers in that regard, Jayla?
2: Well, um, let's talk about education first. This is where we lean heavily on our subject um, specialists to provide that to stay up-to-date and current and how we get that out to our volunteers, whether it's, hey, here's a publication or here's a website or a podcast. Um, Those are great opportunities and tools to utilize technology to just get the information out to the masses. Other ways that we can keep our volunteers engaged, um, which to me go hand-in-hand with learning is keeping them um, excited about what they're doing and having opportunities for them to serve in a meaningful way. Uh, One thing I want to, just an example, I believe this was Galveston County, talks about a mentor program and how they can partner their volunteers um, and help their new volunteers engage in existing programs and they take a little bit different approach. So we we know of partnering one person with another and just staying in touch with them, answering questions. Well, sometimes you run into personality issues there. They just may simply not have a similar um, interest. But what Galveston County does is their mentors stay with that activity. And so the Volunteers rotate th- rotate through the activities, and the mentor is there to talk about the the event or the activity instead of connecting with personalities. And I think that's a great way to allow our volunteers to see many different aspects of what options they have for service, and that keeps them engaged and retained. Um, and that's again also a way to continue their education and try new things.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I um. In my career as a district director, I, I observed in one county that did something I thought was pretty interesting, Jayla. That they had a quarterly um, research update, and they would bring people in back in those days with TTVN, which was an old technology, but we'd bring our specialists in. They might hand out the latest uh, publication that we have, just to keep them, even if it was areas that they wasn't really involved in yet, but just to make sure that they was aware of the new things that was coming down the line. That's so, a
2: fabulous idea. So
1: it, it that just was one a- example in a county that I that I observed that was real effective in in doing that mm-hmm. doing that, in, that type of thing. Finally, are there are there resources available to to assist agents in managing master volunteer programs?
2: So, yes, there are several resources that agents have that are available. Some are just basic publications, either through um, AgriLife. We have several uh, great options. Um, and then the Journal of Extension also has some good publications to read up on volunteer management. Um, I would like to encourage um, agents that you may be 4-H or you may be um, a horticulture agent and have a Master Gardener program, but look at each other's resources. So cross those lines of go check out what Master Naturalist are doing or what 4-H is doing and see if you can't utilize some of their tools. Another thing that um, our agency is hiring a a volunteer development specialist, and this is um, a resource for all volunteer programs. It will be housed in 4-H, but this will uh, serve master naturalists, master gardeners, master wellness volunteers. And so that is definitely someone you can go to and talk to, and always you can visit with your uh, RPLs, your DEAs, and your state-level coordinators of those individual programs.
1: Okay. Well, Jayla, this was fun. I appreciate you being with us today, and maybe we can get together and do this again, talk about master volunteers and some exciting things that are going to happen in the future.
2: That sounds great. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We hope you took away some great advice. If you like this show, please be sure to share the podcast with fellow Extension educators. And if you would like more information about the topics discussed in today's podcast, please check out our website at od.tamu.edu or call Daryl Drumgle at 979-845-0855. Stay tuned for future Next Step to Success podcasts.